This is the Elevators Podcast. We discuss all things elevating your life, work, and relationships as you are building your business and yourself. Here is your host, yours truly, Dylan Buck. What's up? Welcome back to the Elevators Podcast. We have a very special guest, Mrs. Amber Lee Kessler. Um, it does not matter what you're doing. Things are more exciting when you have specific things that you are looking forward to. Uh, in our career, one of the things that makes our day-to-day more exciting is having enrollments in our calendar to sit down with multiple prospects in a row. Um, I love the way that Amberly teaches very technical parts. So we recorded an episode with her walking you through step-by-step how to set up small and medium-sized enrollments on any given day. I am blessed to be in business with her. She is someone who has become a dear, dear friend that will be there for the long haul. I think you will really enjoy her fun and enthusiastic teaching style. So I'll leave it to that and uh, let's jump in. All right. So we are going to jump right in. We're going to be talking about enrollments for the everyday. Reason that I say that is everyone has the possibility to be doing three to five enrollments every single week. And it's, I'm not going to teach you today how to, you know, set up a Tyson Foods that has 500 employees or the big plant, or even, I'm not even going to talk today about setting up 50 to hundred person enrollments. Um, these are enrollments that you can be and really should be doing trying to set up every single week from the enrollments to the ones that you just happen upon where you sit down with the manager and they've got a couple other employees that you can just catch right then to the ones that you come back to, you set a date later on in the week, you know, not two weeks from now, not two months from now, you know, later on in the week to bring in donuts or something and catch each employee one-on-one. So jumping in, we really need to set an intention before going into each business. And the business or the intention is never to set up an enrollment. It's so easy to get caught in the enrollment trap of, you know, being having your blinders on and what we call whale hunting sometimes is just trying to set up enrollments versus what the intention should be going into every business is who can I protect at this business? And I'm going to, and I'm excited to protect people at this business right now. And the enrollments are really an afterthought. And when you have that focus, not only does it help you just keep production consistent day to day, um, but it also will lead into enrollments naturally. So intention is always to protect someone in that business, not to necessarily set up an enrollment. Another key point that will help is just knowing who you're asking for. You know, in our approach, our approach can be for anyone, right? Whether it's the cashier behind the desk or um, the when you're sitting down with the owner. But you always want to ask for whoever is going, whoever is highest up, right? Whether it's typically most businesses, you're asking for owner or manager. Hey, how are you? 
Awesome. Doing good. I'm Kimberly. Um, did I catch an owner or manager around? Or sometimes if I can tell that might be them like, or is that you? You know, perfect. And whenever they go get the owner or manager, that's when you start your approach. That's who you want to sit down with. And if they say something like, oh, well, um, you know, I, uh, the, the owner's not here today. What can I help you with? I'm like, cool. Who's like kind of next in charge? Who, who's, who's running the ship today? And you always want to talk to just, I don't care if it's the shift manager, whoever is overseeing the operation for the day. Because you don't want to be mid-demo with someone and their manager walks up and wants to know what the heck they're doing and it's pretty awkward. So um, important to note also, if there is not a owner, manager, nobody around, it's just the one employee working at the bank, we are going to do a demo with that person. And how you transition is... Oh, no worries. What we do is actually for employees anyway. Uh, How long have you been here? Build report and then go right back into your demo and demo and protect them. Now, um, it, it can also, if you don't know who to ask for, be a quick Google search on you know, who the owner manager is, who the GM is. If you're at a car dealership, most of the time you want to talk to the GM. If you are at a, um, you know, small local business, mom and pop owner manager is easy. If you're trying to set up a city or a County, you're wanting to ask for either the County clerk. Sometimes it's the HR director. Um, you know, those can vary. But either way, if you ask for any of those people, any of the above, they can also point you in the right direction of who the best person to talk to about benefits would be. Sometimes it's just an office manager. If it's, you know, a bigger company, 15 plus employees, either way, want to talk to the most, the highest person in charge that you can. Now, when you're, when you do someone go grabs a manager very, very important is being assumptive, being assumptive in your sit down. You're going to protect so many more people. You're going to set up a lot more enrollments when you are physically sitting down somewhere. I don't care if you're sitting down on um, a bag of grain in the back of a tractor supply to, you know, an actual office with two chairs. Obviously that's preferable, but you want to avoid like standing and talking as much as you can. It's just a better um, atmosphere for people to be relaxed, make decisions. You're having an actual conversation. Now, when you're sitting down with, let's say the owner, the first goal is to protect them. Then we transition. And the way you say that is, you know, hey, Mr. Manager, this is what we do. This is after building some rapport. I'm going to show you how this works, you know, for you. And then when I'm done, it might be for you, it might not. But when I'm done, we can talk a little bit about how to make this available to your employees. Does that sound good? Yep. Sounds great. So whether they buy or not, we're going to talk about transitions at the end. 
But the idea is, especially if it's just a manager, you know, it's just making them feel important. It's like, I'm here to talk to you. You are who I want to talk to. And then transition to the employees. Um, now, if they don't buy, I just want to stroke their ego. I'm, I'm, I'll be honest, we're not rebuttaling managers. We're not rebuttaling the first person that we talk to or owners because you don't want, um, you want them to just know it's all good. No big deal. You, you, when I say stroke their ego, I'm usually saying something like, uh, you, m- most of my managers and owners, they are all set. You could probably never work again for the next three years if you got hurt or sick and be totally okay financially, right? You know, I'm just nodding. Oh yeah, yeah, that's me. That's why it's not for you. But would you agree that most of the employees, man, whether they were to miss two weeks to God forbid, six months or longer, most of them would be flipped upside down financially. And they agree. And so all you say is, um, perfect. Well, the cool thing about working with us is there's no payroll deductions um, and no messy paperwork that you have to do and no cost to the business. So what I've gotten to do or what I do normally, what I have done, right? Hear that language, uh, what I have done or what I normally do with, you know, the Tom's construction I work with across the street or Pete's plumbing or the bank over here is I just catch up with each employee for about five to 10 minutes. If it's for them, we'll get them protected. And if it's not, that's okay too. We'll just cross them off just like we crossed you off. No big deal. Now, if it's a smaller operation, I'm standing up like, cool, who should I grab first? And just looking around, being assumptive, action creates reaction. So how about him? What's his name? Cool. Is it okay if I stand, if I stay in here or is there a different office that you want me to use? Right? So all just very, very assumptive. Now that's if they don't buy. If they do buy, it's the exact same thing. Except for just awesome. So you can see, you obviously see the benefit of this and how it helps out. Can you see how, you know, making this benefit to your employee, making this benefit available to your employees would really, um, could re- could really help them out in a difficult time. Oh yeah, for sure. Perfect. So what we normally do is I'll just grab each employee for about five to 10 minutes. If it's for them, they enroll. Awesome. We'll get them protected. If not, that's okay too. We'll just cross them off. But the main points you want to hit when you are transitioning is number one, this is no big deal. I do this all the time. I do this with everybody. Like this is what we normally do. Number two is um, making sure they know they have a big buying atmosphere. If it's for them, great. If not, that's okay too. We're just going to cross them off but it's no payroll deductions and no cost to you. So who should I grab first? Now I want everyone to, again, pay close attention to that language. It's not, so what we normally 
um, do for, uh, the businesses I work with is, you know, maybe we'll pick a day to come in or, or do you think that this would be good for your employees to see, or we're not asking yes or no questions. We're not using light language. It's very direct, very straightforward, um, and very assumptive language. Now from there, Let's talk about uh, different types of businesses, right? Different sizes. If it's one to three people, small mom and pop auto mechanic shop, let's just let's just grab them. I can talk while they work. And what the overarching theme needs to be is nothing is a big deal. It's no big deal. This is what I normally do. This is easy. Um, let's just go for it, right? And if it's, let's say a bigger business, let's say it's even five plus people. It's the choice of two positives of would now be a good time to grab them or would you prefer me come back later on in the week, right? And use your best judgment. If they do not seem busy, don't even give them that option. Just say, who should I grab first? Now use your intuition. If they seem like they're busy, people are running around, um, then you give them the option to come back later. I will say that 90% of the time I am trying to just talk to everybody today. I'm trying to set it up today. If you know, that doesn't seem possible. If it's a really busy time, it's just asking like funneled questions. You start big and then get more specific. What that sounds like is let's say it's Tuesday. Cool. So obviously it makes sense to make this available to your employees. Y'all seem pretty busy right now. Are y'all typically more busy at the beginning of the week or at the end of the week? Like, oh, you know, beginning of the week is usually more busy. Okay. End of the week is when it's a little more slow. Um, at beginning of the day or end of the day uh, is typically uh, less busy for you guys. I'll say, oh, probably, you know, beginning of the day. Awesome. So I've got Thursday morning at 9 a.m. and Friday morning at 8.30 available. Which one works better for you guys for me to come in and catch up with the guys or catch up with the folks? And then looking down at the calendar, not making eye contact whenever I'm asking these questions. It's I'm assumptively looking down at my calendar. Where am I going to put you? Well, I guess Thursday will work out work, work better. Perfect. Okay. So now we have the date set. That's, that's what we want to do. Number one, if we're not going to just talk to them right there. Number two. Okay. Is we want to know where we're going to sit, where we're going to be able to pull each person. So is this a good place for me to pull the employees or would you prefer me talk while they work? Right. I can just walk around the shop or is there a break room that usually works better? And the longer that you guys do this, you might work with a lot of the same businesses. Like O'Reilly's always has a break room in the back to a lot of my mechanics. I'm just talking to in the shop, like finding a chair, talking to them um, where they are working. You know, if it's a bank, they typically have like a conference room that I can use. So you want to, the longer that you do this, the more you'll kind of have a know-how on where you typically sit, but know where you are going to sit is number two and set up. And then number three, you just solidify if you're going to come back later and do it. 
um, the details. So you say, cool, I'm going to, and make sure you are telling them how it's going to work. So perfect. I will be here Thursday morning, um, eight 30. I'll have donuts, you know, for everybody. How many donuts do I need to get? How many people are going to be here? And when they tell you, you know, oh, we're going to have all eight of our guys here. Perfect. Most of the time, I don't even need a roster if it's that small. I'm just going to ask him for names. Perfect. Um, I'll just need everyone's name for you from you just so I know who to pull and I can cross them off as I go. Uh, who? Give me your single guys first. Okay. And then I write them out. Okay. And then any single parents, write those out. And then married. If they ask, oh my gosh, why do you know that? Just helps me stay organized, right? Um, and th- we have different plans for different people just so I know what to show them. And uh, just as simple as that. Now, whenever you get those names, again, it's just still solidifying. Perfect. Tell them what's going to happen. I'm going to pull them one by one and let them know some of the guys, it's going to be a five minute talk, right? They'll know pretty quickly if, if it's for them or not. Some of the guys are going to have a lot more questions. So it might push it to like more 15, 20 minutes. Um, but, you know, it, it's all going to depend on them and how many questions that they have. So those are the three things that you need to do. Now, if it's a bigger business, so more employees, right? It's who else do we need in order to make these benefits available to your employees? Who else do we need to loop in to talk about logistics of how to make this available to your employees? Um, And just kind of side note, important basis to cover. I said this earlier, but... The whole time, it's just very relaxed, very nonchalant. Um, you have a big buying atmosphere the whole time, which just means no pressure. And you tell them, my job isn't to sell anybody. It's not to pitch anyone necessarily. It's just to show them an option. It's just to show them an option to protect themselves. If it's for them, great. If it's not, that's okay too. Now, when you're covering objections, it's the exact same thing. I'm not going to get into specifics on how to cover objections and how to answer specific objections because most of them can be answered and handled by just taking a deep breath and smiling and nodding, right? Well, I don't think any of my guys will be interested. Just smile and nod. Wait for them to keep talking. We just had the Aflac guy in here and he... uh he, you know, nobody wanted it and did it. And our initial reaction, what we want to do is say, well, we hear that all the time with Aflac and, you know, they do things differently than, and, you know, we, we give you your money back and blah, blah. And the initial reaction is to want to start fencing. I'm just going to challenge you when you hear an objection like that, just smile and nod and wait, take a deep breath, wait a couple seconds till after they're done talking before you start talking and say, yeah, (laughs) we actually hear that a lot. It's no big deal. We do things a little bit differently. If it's for them, great. If not, that's okay too. We'll just cross them off. So would Thursday be better for me to come in or would Friday be better, right? And so it's just transitioning. And because what I'm doing there, what that is, is a close. I'm closing them on a date. Um, So choice of two positives. So basically just don't get all wrapped up in your objections. So just remember, 
Nothing is a big deal. We just have a big buying atmosphere the whole time. Now, once we get to the enrollment, right, whether it's on the spot, we're just doing it right there, which remember I said 90% of the time, I'm just trying to talk to them today. Uh, But let's say we do come back either way. Well, try to bring in food if you are coming back, whether it be donuts or, I mean, I don't care if it's candy bars from the gas station, you know, it's, it's hard to turn turn away a smiling idiot with donuts in their hand. So they're like, oh, we forgot you're coming in today. No big deal. I've got the donuts. I'm here. <laughs> Time to do this. And you always want to grab people one by one. A lot of the times they'll try to pressure you into talking to people in a group. And, you know, we do have resources in order to do great group presentations. You know, a lot of the times if you're talking to a construction business or a um, like plumbing company where the guys are out in the field all day, they're only in the office, you know, for their morning meeting or whatever. A lot of the times you will have to do a group presentation in those situations. But if you can, try to make it one-on-one. And when it's one-on-one, like I said, you know where you're going to sit and you go out and grab each person. Don't tell the first person you're sitting down with or don't let the manager go grab people you want to grab the people one by one um, to the place where you're sitting. And it's always just very assumptive. Hey, is it Tom? Awesome. I'm Amber Lee. I'm here just to go over an optional benefit that's available to you. You got five minutes? Come hang out. And then I'm just waving them and walking back, like turn my back, walking to where we're going to go sit. Um, Just very assumptive. Action creates reaction. Basically, you're just not giving them time to object. And they probably will object every once in a while. Oh, no, I'm good. I have insurance, whatever their objection is. And again, it's taking a deep breath and saying, great, I'm so glad. Let me give you a five-minute break anyway. Come on, come hang out. I don't buy it, I promise. Because most of the time, they don't know what they have anyway. Now, like I said earlier, you're wanting to talk to the single people first in order to build momentum. So you're not getting the spouse objection. That's why you're talking to single people first, then single parents, then married people. Now, most of the time when you are new, when you are new, we want to be showing single policies because you can always follow back up later on and add kids or a spouse. But when you are new, when you're getting your first hundred demos, your first hundred demos, you need to be showing people single policies policies. Now you need to have a very, very clear buying atmosphere in an important, um, or a, a helpful term you can use is open enrollment time. When you're sitting down with each employee, it's today's the day. Um, I'm here doing our open enrollment for you guys here at, you know, uh, Ford's. And if, when I get done with this, it's either going to be for you and we'll get you protected or it won't, that's okay too. I'll cross you off. But just very slow, very clear buying atmosphere so they know they need to make a decision today. Um, and something else that I'm doing typically in the presentation is saying why manager's name, why owner wanted me to show this to you guys is blank. Um, it just helps build trust 
in the sense that, um, that yes, Tom wanted me to show this to you guys because, you know, the indirect costs, most people don't think about till after something happens, right? How would you be affected if you were out of work for six weeks, six months or longer? So just throwing in manager's name to build trust whenever you can. So in conclusion, right? Again, this isn't uh, on setting up these 500 person enrollments and this whale hunting, big deal, big thing. These are tools that you can use to be doing enrollments either on the spot or later on in the week, three to five at least every single week. So number one, go in with intention, not to set up an enrollment, but to protect somebody. Number two, just be assumptive when you're sitting down, when you're setting up the enrollment, when you're transitioning, always being, when you're grabbing folks to come sit down with you, you're being assumptive. Make sure to keep it simple. Nothing is a big deal. This is all normal. Just smile and nod and just stay relaxed. And lastly, have fun with it because this job is really fun um, when you're working with businesses, building relationships, and these are businesses that you're going to go back to and be working with for a very long time. Thanks. Mm, so good. So uh, rattling back through some of those key, key points, when you're walking into a business, the initial intention is to protect the first person that you talk to. Hopefully that person is going to be the manager or the owner and be assumptive, right? Go and sit down somewhere. It is your job to show them what the rules of the game are because they're not going to do it for you. But go in with intention, be assumptive, keep it simple, and by golly, have fun. See you next time. This has been an Elevated Podcast production. Thank you so much for tuning in. Be sure to check out our Instagram page at Elevated Financial. Like, share, and let us know what you want to hear more of.